You're listening to RN Drive. And a warning, the following story is about trigger warnings. Now, I don't mean to be flippant, but at the mere mention of me telling you that there is a trigger warning, how did you react? Are you poised, looking for any alert which might cause you distress or some sort of uh, re-traumatisation? Are you reaching for a psychological shield or are you feeling mentally prepared for what might come next? Or are you just leaning in, curious about what I'm talking about? Well, I'd love to know how you reacted and whether you feel that trigger warnings are necessary or perhaps perhaps they have the opposite effect on you. I'd love to hear from you. 0418 uh, Some of you chiming in on this issue uh, on the text line, 0418 Trigger warnings are the soft end of cancel culture and have both uh, resulted in the infantilization of university students and an attack on free inquiry and discussion, is this person. This one too, Jenny from Hobart, she says, as a psych nurse for over 30 years and a trained counsellor, I believe trigger warnings do no good. All they do is reinforce people's sense of being hyper-fragile, damaged individuals who must avoid the real world on pain of psychological collapse. Not a good message. However, on the other end of the scale, Sandy from Drysdale texts in. She says, I have triggers. I'm very, very grateful for the announcements. I lean in when I'm feeling strong or I leave it alone to protect my health. So two sides of the coin there. I'd love to hear from you. 0418 I ask you this question because there is growing research that suggests trigger warnings aren't working. Dr. Helen Stallman is a clinical psychologist and she's researched trigger warnings as an academic and now heads up the suicide prevention service Care Collaborate Connect. Uh, Welcome to RN Drive, Doctor. Thanks, Andy. As a society, have we become a little bit too trigger happy when it comes to trigger warnings, do you think? Oh, we certainly have. Um, We've really moved down to the that end of that spectrum where we're trying to avoid unpleasant emotion at any cost. Um, so, so we see anything when we, we don't like the feeling as we need to be protected from that. You wrote a research paper when trigger warnings were kind of first introduced uh, at universities in Australia a few years ago. What did you find? Um, what we find is um, that we're actually um, impairing students' ability to be ready for the real world. So, you know, particularly in the health professions, if we've got people who can't hear certain words without um, becoming too distressed that they can't manage their emotions, then that makes them really unsafe practitioners because um, patients and clients out there in the real world aren't going to um, scream what they're going to tell us, are they? Yeah, that would be a difficult line of work if you did have triggers yourself. So, I mean, this all leads us to what what other scientific studies have found when people immediately hear a trigger warning. So what is the answer here? Does it make a difference in your research? Yeah, so really across the board, the research shows it has no benefit effect. Um, most research shows it has no effect at all. Um, but there's some research shows that it also harms people that, you know, they become hypervigilant, hyperanxious when they didn't need to be as well. Um, so if we're not letting people, you know, just experience the world, we're, we're almost like parenting them and trying to protect them from everything. 
So that argument when these sorts of practices came into universities about, you know, limiting free speech and protecting people from reality, there is some science in your view that, that, that finds that that view holds a bit of water. Oh, absolutely. So, so the thing about um, anxiety or worries or anything like that, when we avoid it, what we're learning in our mind is that we need to avoid it to be safe. But it actually doesn't stay like that as well. That expands. So if we had to avoid that, what else do we have to avoid? So if you think that, you know, we just increasingly um, increase the circle of things we need to avoid, which is incredibly unhealthy, and we become more and more hypervigilant for anything that might distress us, um, which which creates huge anxiety disorders. When you hear a trigger warning, what do you do? Do you get a sense of anxiety? Do you find them useful? Love to hear your experiences. The text line's open, 0418 Dr. Helen Storman is here. She's researched this as an academic. She now heads up the Care Collaborate Connect Suicide Prevention Service here at RN Drive. I wonder, is there a blurring of the line or a misunderstanding of what trauma is here? Because are we seeing these types of warnings being placed perhaps with an intention of limiting anger rather than preventing people from being re-traumatised? I mean, in this case, has trauma become subjective now? Uh, well, trauma, trauma is that word that's thrown around a lot, isn't it? Really quite differently from a clinical post-traumatic stress disorder. As such, so so people, you know, talk about, you know, I'm traumatised because you said something about me, for example. Um, and I think people often often can say it too when they're, again, this unpleasant emotions. So we don't use the phrase unpleasant emotions enough. We talk about being triggered and we talk about trauma and, and things like that. When, when, when What we're talking about often is just, you know, I've got a reaction to that. You know, I, you know, I felt repulsed by that, or I felt scared by that, um, and and it doesn't help us when we can't actually name what the real words are, um, because then we can't reflect upon them and think about them. You know, why are we feeling that way? How are we going to manage it? And and you mentioned earlier. Um, taking away our autonomy, that how are we going to cope with it? You know, our own sense of autonomy to be able to manage those emotions. Yeah, I mean, that seems pretty sensible to me. I do want to ask you, I'm not sure if this is a contradiction in what you've said or, or your research. You say that they don't help, but then you said that they cause some sort of hypertension when people are anxious about the mention of them. So is it that they don't help or that they actually harm? Um, and the research is, is very, uh, most of the research shows they well, they have no beneficial uh, effect. Most research shows they don't do anything at all, but there is some research showing that people become more hypervigilant. Hmm. Um, yeah, but there's nothing beneficial. So no one benefits from hearing those trigger warnings. Very interesting stuff. Dr. Helen Stallman is a clinical psychologist. She now heads up the Suicide Prevention Service Care, Collaborate and Connect. Appreciate your time tonight, Helen. Thank you. Oh, pleasure, Andy. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.